Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in Health IT, we're going to take a look at a bunch of news stories. We're hitting our news site. My gosh, there was nine stories submitted today from various contributors. We're going to take a look at them. AI, Epic, CEO, role of the CEO, rural access to radiology services. We're, we're going to hit on a couple of them, see where it takes us. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels and events dedicated to transform healthcare one connection at a time. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. As I said, we put out the news service. Love to have you check it out, thisweekhealth.com slash news. It's different in that it's curated by people in the industry. They send in the stories. We put them on our site. They are from all over the internet. You have some Becker stories here, some healthcare IT news, some McKinsey stories, Gallup, Forbes, Silicon Angle, you name it. Wherever they find stories, they send them in uh, to our contributors, send them in to us, our curators, if you will. And uh, we put them out there for you. We also send out a daily newsletter with those stories. So if you're tired of weeding through the plethora of junk in order to find the good stuff that's out there, you don't have to look any further. Just come to thisweekhealth.com news. It's in our uh, menu at the top. You just hit news and you will see the most relevant stories right there. Hey, one last thing. Share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Use it as a foundation for daily or weekly discussions on the topics that are relevant to you and the industry. They can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, let's take a look at some of these stories we're talking about. Three in four Americans believe AI will reduce jobs. Absolutely. I agree with that. I've talked about it several times on the show. I'm not going to go into much more detail. I, I guess the question we would have to ask is, how do you ensure that your job isn't one of the ones that gets taken by AI? And I think you have to focus on how you do your job now, what you do for your job. It's not about the outcome. It's about how you go about doing it. Because AI only has one way of doing a job right now. You plow something through a large language model and it comes out the other side or potentially a robot and whatever. It's just, it's very monolithic in how it performs a job. It's one of the challenges that it has, but how it does it is very different. If you're in a healthcare IT organization, how you engage with the clinicians, how you engage with leadership, how you bring people together, how you rally people to get things done, how you do your job is going to be the distinction. And if you do that in a way that is creative and value adding, AI is not gonna replace your job. But three in four Americans believe AI will reduce jobs and I believe that is true as well. There's a really good story how Epic is using AI to change the way EHRs work, the ways that Epic is baking these things in. And uh, there's a lot of evidence in that. We saw some of it at UGM this year, but you have everything from patient provider interaction. You have, uh, it can generate progress notes from conversations, draft responses to patient queries, assist in medical coding amongst other things. This is a really good conversation with uh, Samit Reina from Epic around how that's uh, going to happen. And as I said before, I believe this is how AI is just going to 
just sweep through healthcare. It's going to come in through our major players. They're going to incorporate it into their applications, and we are going to start seeing it everywhere. Interesting story on Becker's 2023, the year that changed the CEO role. Worth taking a look at. And it's, uh, again, it's on our, our site if you want to take a look at it. It talks about the silent stress of CEOs recalibrate amid scarcity, the rise of the dual role of the CEO. Very interesting. There's uh, it, It's been a stressful time to be a CEO for sure. And it's really taking its toll on CEOs. It, you can't just be about the results anymore. It Again, it comes down to how you do your job. How do you engage with the clinicians? Are you listening to the clinicians? Are you building uh, responsive mechanisms to those things. As you, uh, there's actually an interesting story about predictions that is in here. And one of the predictions is that there will be pushback on our uh, DE, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion initiatives this year. They believe that there will be pushback. And I think there's that's probably true, but it's more, it doesn't have to do with people's feeling towards diversity, equity, inclusion. Everybody, I think, has a general belief in health equity and delivering that and diversity and, and inclusion. But at the end of the day, it's how the leadership decides to bring it about and do they bring people along. We've seen so many failures this year and how people have tried to change culture by shoving it down people's throats and it doesn't work. You have to bring people along. No matter how biased people are, no matter how much these things have infiltrated their head, even the things they're unaware of, they can be brought through it with good leadership, with good education, with good training, but mostly it's with good leadership. You can't shove things down people's throats and expect them to go, oh, this is great. Thank you for forcing this on me. You have to bring them along. No matter how good it is, you could be doing the best thing in the world. If you shove it at people, they generally push back. Even if it's, hey, here's a million dollars, you have to take it. As silly as that sounds, when you push things on people, they have a negative reaction to it. They're just our natural reaction is pushed back. So leadership is so important. And uh, the CEO role, CEO role obviously is, as are the roles of many other leaders. Rural access to radiology services. Radiology services access in rural areas can be improved through a mix of business and cultural skills, overcoming workforce shortages and hospital closures, says the Radiological Society of North America. Nationwide physician shortages and hospital closures have made rural radiology practices grim. Challenges including recruiting and ret retaining radiologists in remote areas. Despite this, some universities report improved wait times and procedures. Solutions include ensuring patients understand appointments, test results, and private equity support. Virtual specialty care can help overcome shortages with telemedicine playing a key role. Despite challenges, rural radiologists, varied workload attracts many practitioners. And that was submitted by one of our curators, and we appreciate that story. There's a story on info blocking exceptions need special attention from providers. I don't think we're just going to be able to skate through this one. I think there's going to be uh, some pushback from those who feel like information blocking is happening. And I think we're going to have to spend some time making sure that we are compliant with that law. Have you tested your strategy lately? A McKinsey company, an article I think is, uh, I, I did read through that and I thought through our strategy going into 2024 and how does it hold up? I'm curious as you read that, how you feel like yours is holding up. I think one of the more exciting things, Best Buy Health and Mass General Brigham Strike Landmark Partnership to expand healthcare at home. And this is something I predicted a long time ago when Best Buy 
essentially to the to their shareholders said we are a healthcare company and we all raised our eyebrows and looked around like what just happened here and i think this is what this is the start of the momentum i think that is going to build around this organizations are looking to deliver healthcare at home they need partnerships like best buy like medically home best buy has actually a suite of things in their in their uh, their catalog that they can bring to bear, not the, the least of which is the ability to go in and set up these things at home. I think it's another exciting story sent in by a curator. Let's see, hey, the reInvent conference is going on. AWS CEO, Adam Selipsky, Selipsky, let's call it Selipsky, to reveal a new generative AI stack. Yeah, because they are nervous, to, to, to say the least. This open AI thing has really got them spooked they are all about selling cloud and cloud utilization, and nothing is selling cloud utilization quite like OpenAI and ChatGPT right now, and they need a solution that is going to be competitive with, with that. And so they've made significant investments and they continue to roll this out. We'll see. They don't have first mover advantage in this, so they are going to have to be very aggressive moving forward. And then, oh, another interesting one, GPT-4 outperformed 99.98% of simulated human readers in diagnosing complex clinical cases. Now you have to read this one closely because at, whenever you read that, 99.98%, you, you, you just, you read it and you say, anyway, Moby Health News, this was submitted to us as well. And this study was published in the New England Journal of Medicine. So if you're thinking, where's that craziness coming from? It's coming from the New England Journal of Medicine. So that's just a taste of what is out there on our website right now and what you can get delivered to your inbox every morning with our Health IT Daily. You can sign up right there on that news page as well. So nine new stories to take a look at plus they're all in uh, different categories you can check out the categories as well ai machine learning cloud architecture cybersecurity, data analytics ehr emr innovative startups interoperability hie leadership and staff development patient engagement and experience regulatory and policy telehealth and remote monitoring and vendors and mergers each of those subcategories has their own individual page so if you're only interested in data and analytics tune into that page and uh, you'll be seeing stories come through there. And if you want to be a curator, hey, we are taking signups right at the top of that news page. It says become a curator. If you click on that, you're going to be taken to a form to fill out. I want you to know we are only signing up people who work for healthcare systems. We are not looking for PR firms, and I've already gotten a couple of those. We're not looking for marketing firms. I've already gotten a couple of those. We are only looking for practitioners, people who are in it and who every day, wake up and think, I wonder what's new in the world. They find a couple of news stories. It's really simple. You just uh, send them to us. You actually text them to us and uh, they go to our editors. They take a look at them and then they publish them on our page. It's highly automated, as you would imagine. And it's very simple for you to become a curator if you are interested. All right, that's all for today. Don't forget, share this podcast with a friend or colleague and keep the conversation going. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.